Life, whether you like it or not, happens to everyone. We don't get to choose our testimony, but we are called to share the journey. Hi, everybody. I'm BJ Foster, and this is Withholding Nothing, a podcast for the soul. Let's do this thing. In this week's episode, meet Amy Walinda, a young woman who, along with her husband, stepped out on a mustard seed of faith and started a foundation for children with cancer. No knowledge, no funds, just faith and obedience. We call this episode A Taste of Heaven. Withholding Nothing, a podcast for the soul. Hi. How are you? Can you hear me? I can. I think you know my friend Jolly. Oh my goodness. Yes, she she did an episode with me. Small world, right? So are you from the Philippines? Is that home? Yeah, I'm from the Philippines. Uh... Uh, did the did the mission work in Bahrain? That's where I found I met my husband. Not found my husband, met my husband, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, and then we moved here in the states. So we've been moving from one place to another uh, because of job situation, and now right. I'm in Guatemala, Washington. But yeah, we have a foundation. So yeah, I try to connect to as many people and talk about the foundation. So <laughs> okay, there you go. Now you're where right now? I am in Walla Walla, Washington. Walla Walla, Washington. Okay. It's unheard. Like I know a lot of people. Where is where the heck is Walla Walla? I have it's, no idea. It sounds cool well, though. <laughs> yeah, it's a wine country. A lot of wine here. So a lot of tourists. So, <laughs> so is nice, it Washington State? Place. Yeah, it's Washington State. Okay. Well, <laughs> I can't wait to hear your story. I want to hear about this foundation. I want to hear everything. We accidentally, <laughs> that's something that it was like in our hearts that we want to help kids with cancer, right? Mm-hmm. Who do a ministry for dying kids. Mm-hmm. It's unheard and, and it's not my passion, you know, but God just put it in front of us. And we, at first we started just helping kids with cancer with another foundation. Right. And that was like 10, about 12 years ago. And, you know, my mom said, you know, uh, we have this foundation in, in our province for the poor. And then we were led to this foundation that they take care of kids with cancer. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we were drawn to this uh, a group of kids, but God just opened the door. So the extent of I thought we would do is just giving Christmas parties. Right. Every year. So Isa was the one who inspired me to do those boxes, right? The shoe boxes. Mm-hmm. The shoe boxes. And I said, you know, why don't you just do the boxes? And I said, okay, boxes won't be that bad, right? So right. we did the boxes and then we sent it to the Philippines. And then my first fundraising was like $500. And, and then we would bring them to McDonald's. And that is like a treat for them right. to have a nice lunch at McDonald's. And then the next year would come and 
the kid won't be there. You know, I would look, where is that kid before? And then he's gone. And then so, and then it wasn't really, it wasn't really resonating with me yet that time until I went to the Philippines. Right. And then I met this boy and we were not yet registered then. I just met this boy and his name was Prince and he was totally blind. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, so I said, hi, my name is Amy, because I picked him up from the hospital. And then she go, he goes like, oh, your name's Amy. I want to call you Tita Ganda. Tita Ganda means uh, aunt, aunt pretty, like oh. auntie pretty. And I said, oh, are you sure you're blind? <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, I want to call you Tita Ganda. And then it's okay, that's fine. And then so we went to the party. And after going to the party, we I took him back to the hospital. He said, when you come back, can you bring my father? Hmm. And then who is your father? And then he said, Coco Martin. And Coco Martin is a big actor in the Philippines. Really big. Oh, wow. He's like the Brad Pitt of the Philippines. <laughs> As an appearance, he's like a million. Like, he is big. Like Right. <laughs> And then the mother said, the mother chuckled and she said, um, he was the last picture that he saw before he he got blind. Oh, wow. And that's, you know, he always watches his shows and all this. So he has this thinking that, you know, he's the father, right? Right. Because the father abandoned him. So, okay. And then probably after I, 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 I posted that, that story. Mm-hmm. After five days, Coco Martin was looking for me. Wow. That is like a miracle, right? Right. And we are, and he was just like so adamant that he wants to see this boy. And we were able to connect. And that That's was awesome. the first miracle. And I got so connected with this kid. Until the next year, he got very sick. Got the problem with cancer. They don't die because of cancer. They die because of their immunity. And just, you know, a simple cold will kill them. Mm-hmm. So he had a cold and then uh, his tummy started to bloat. And and the doctor said he has days to live. Hmm. And that really hit me and my husband. Right. And we, it was just so hard to absorb the pain that the mother was going through. Mm-hmm. And then my husband said, "Well, we got to do something." And then, what are you thinking? Like, I think we have to start a foundation. And I said, "the The only ones I know who does a foundation are the rich people. We're not rich." <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, you know, having a foundation. And he said, "The name's going to be Adonai's Mercy House." So. After that, like, you know, just thinking of like, okay, Adonai's mercy house. What does that mean? It's like Adonai means the master of all, like God, mm-hmm. name for God. Mm-hmm. Mercy house, because we all need mercy. We prayed hard. Mm-hmm. We asked God. We opened the Bible. It went to Revelations 22, verse 3. You know, you know, the, you know, the leaves that heals the nation, right? Right. Uh-huh. And then I said, okay, it has to be confirmed. And then after a few hours, somebody knocked at the door, had a big package, <laughs> and then I opened, and it was a money tree. And when I saw that, that's my husband said, "What? 
what what sign do you still need? The scripture is the leaves that heal the nation and the money tree, right? Right. So I said, okay, no more house. <laughs> we were supposed to buy a house. payment <laughs> for the house. And I said, okay, let's do this. So we hired a company to set us up. Mm -hmm. Six months time, we were already a 501c3. Mm -hmm. And that's when everything unfolded. And that was 10 years ago. Wow. Imagine 10 years and every year we lost five kids. And that was, that wow. was horrible, you know, to lose five kids. And I was just like, you know, mad at God. Why? Why this calling God? I can't do this. Oh, <laughs> God. And every year it was five years until COVID hit and it stopped. It's hmm. weird, right? Everybody was dying. My oh, my husband almost died during COVID, but it stopped. No more kids dying. They were all thriving. Wow. All doing well. And then we started seeing healing after healing. We started praying more. And then the power of healing, right? Mm -hmm. That I feel like, oh, it doesn't happen here in, you know, does it still happen, right? And you pray and it's <laughs> here, right? Right. I did healing yeah. until just last week, one kid was brought to the hospital, started to vomit blood, and mm -hmm. the doctor said she has days to live. But that was the time that uh, when we went to the Philippines, we wanted to look for a property where it's like a hospice because there's no hospice in the Philippines. Okay. And uh, I don't know what I was thinking to find a property. I don't know. That, you know, that was just my vision, right? And then we were able to meet somebody and hired her as an executive director mm -hmm. who does foundations for the longest time. And she was just a treasure. And when we came back here, um, the oldest hospital, imagine the oldest hospital in the Philippines where I was born, a hundred years <laughs> hospital, connected with us and offered us that they would give a warrant for us for five bedrooms, five beds. Five beds, wow. And uh, the agreement is we renovated and we can have kids there. Mm -hmm. And the goal is for the parents, it's like St. Jude, you come there, you won't even think of, you know, how to get the funds that we would provide. Right. And they can just go home, right? And, uh, and it's like, Oh my gosh, where did this come from? Right <laughs> out of nowhere. So, <laughs> and now we signed the memorandum of agreement, and uh, now we have a ward. And That's it's amazing, amazing, right? And it's crazy because God is like showing us that this is why, like, to have another kid who is in a hospice care because we haven't had it had a kid who who is in hospice, they're all like in remission right. or positive, and, but they're doing great, right? right? And then to have one kid felt like God was bringing me back to the purpose mm -hmm. why we started this. And her name uh, is Indai. Mm -hmm. So she was in the hospital. We thought she was going to die already. Um, uh, she said she saw Jesus. Mm -hmm. So we were already preparing because that what that's what we do. We prepare, right? Right. 
the hard thing is like I see the the hardship from the hospital bringing her back to the house bringing her back again to the hospital like mm. imagine the agony of the parent you know because she can't stay in the hospital because they won't let her right um, uh the agony of the parent that you don't have anything and your kid is dying and you're there waiting for a cab mm. to bring her home and then she said to her mom mom i saw jesus and um he said, I can't go hmm. with him. And the mom said, why? And because Jesus said, you're not ready. Can you please let me go? And that's heartbreaking, right? Wow. And then the mom said, um, uh, okay, I'm letting go. You can go now. Hmm. And then so after that, I said, oh, what's her favorite dish? You know, like I, let's pray for the mom now. Because at first we were praying for her to heal. Right. You, whoa, you can't contradict that, right? <laughs> so <laughs> so we pray, okay, let's pray for the mom to be comforted. And what's her favorite dish? And her favorite dish is like this Jollibee chicken. Like, it's like a McDonald's chicken dish, yes, right? I know of it. You know Jollibee? Yes, I do. <laughs> chicken joy. That was her <laughs> favorite. That's her favorite. So we made sure to deliver chicken joy. And another girl volunteered to bring flowers and a dress because she wants a dress. Mm -hmm. And then we had the pastor pray and everything. And the moment she saw the Jollibee Chicken Joy, she just suddenly got up again <laughs> and ate the Jollibee. <laughs> and then somebody helped us uh, that we can borrow a, a wheelchair. So the wheelchair, wheelchair was brought to the house. And then she's telling her mom, now, mom. I think I want to ask God to live because I feel loved. Like, you know, when, you know, when you have crushed spirit, right? you cannot heal with a crushed spirit. Yeah. And I think the purpose of Adonai Mercy House is to heal that spirit mm -hmm. by the grace of God, right? Right. And that spirit and to feel that she has not, God didn't forget her. Yeah. And the other day, she was already in the mall drinking her favorite <laughs> drink. Gosh! <laughs> <laughs> and even the turn of events, right? How were Mary Johnston, the oldest hospital, and in the poorest area in the Philippines, connected with us? Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, like Jesus. Like we, when he was born, he went to, from house to house to house to house. But he was born in a stable, right? Right. And I feel like this is our stable. Right? <laughs> this this little ward with five beds mm -hmm. table. And this will be a place of miracles, like from one miracle to the next and to the next and to the next. And not only that, they even granted us a, a garden area that we can make a healing garden. And, and just to have people join us like you know we're not it's Adonai Mercy House it's not my house not my husband's house but it's God's house right and it's where we can serve or it's where you can pray and see a miracle like it was so crazy when we were all praying like some of the Christians would say let her go let her have her <laughs> and some of the Christians no 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 she will leave God is awesome <laughs> so I said don't confuse God okay <laughs> 
<laughs> one. So, so when she said she saw Jesus, okay, let's all pray for the mom. But now she said that she wants to live. Let's all pray for her to live. Let's let's pray for the blood of Christ during her transfusion. Mm -hmm. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how this will unfold. But ever since we started this, like we have just tons of stories that we see that, oh my gosh, God is gathering different people from all walks of life. Yes. With different backgrounds, with different past, good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm -hmm. And we're just all covered by the mercy of God. Where nobody knows what, what we're doing. Even our executive director said, how right. do you guys do this? I don't know. Yeah. We don't know. It's only God, right? right. It's only God. Right. Who, who allowed us to operate from here and then in the philippines mm -hmm. we have some people in the philippines we have money here and then we give there and then we assist that's it yeah uh but yeah that's like like i try to kind of condense everything right but now we just want to you know uh you know ask for prayers number one because we believe more prayers and less work. I feel like, like you know, <laughs> pray harder rather than yes. get stressed out. Because this is really a big thing for us. We, yes. For us to, to have a hospital, to partner with a hospital is, we have never imagined a hospital offer us, right? Right. We're, so that is big for us. But for prayer that um, this will happen, that we can get the funds. Mm -hmm. We have now a campaign, uh, a dollar from heaven. Like <laughs> everybody just gives a dollar. If you <laughs> want to give more, that's fine. But a dollar from heaven, it means a dollar can, can feed the child in the hospital. Yes. One dollar. Yes. Uh, that's our campaign now. Um and then uh, to help for the for the renovation of the ward, mm -hmm. which is fifty thousand dollars. So if fifty thousand people will give a dollar, we get the fifty thousand. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is impossible. God says, <laughs> multiply the fish, right? So um, yeah, that's that's our thing. And I and love it. By faith, we will be able to finish the ward by um, uh, June. Mm -hmm. so wow. so, far, so good <laughs> this this is just this is beautiful amy this is um you know it's also that god can be glorified you know you the listening to your story it literally has nothing to do with you you guys didn't have the know-how you you're like i'm not rich how do i start a foundation it's like when god opens a door he flings it wide open you know and he's not asking for us to have the resume to approve it. He's saying, I'm just asking you to go. I'll do the rest. I'm just, I'm looking for that willing heart. And that's just beautiful. As I listen to your story, I'm like, wow, this is just, yeah. I'm getting chills just listening. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's crazy. Like even when we had our fundraising and uh, I'm not the mother Teresa type. <laughs> <laughs> I met a mother Teresa type that would um that has the heart really you know like some people are really made for this <laughs> but 
You know, no, no one in the church, especially in the Philippines, I was baptized there, mm -hmm. would never uh, expect me to have to right. start the foundation, right? So when they say, oh, you should act like a founder, I'm not the founder. Because <laughs> like, I feel like, huh? so like, it's, it's, God can use anyone. Yes anyone yes. so even in our fundraising they say i was sharing the last september i hope you can come <laughs> we have our fundraising during september and it is a blast like a lot of people from different states mm -hmm. from different churches come here uh and join us right. uh, uh but yeah i was telling them yeah uh Anybody can do this if you just allow Christ to be yeah. in your life. Yes. Because if you ask me if I would um, buy a Louis Vuitton or give blood for the kid, you want me to be honest? And they said, yes, I would buy a Louis Vuitton. I said it, were like, it is only through Christ. Right. That I would choose to get blood. Yeah. For these kids. Yes. Nothing in my character or my DNA shouts charity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. I just know it's Christ who puts in my heart. Like right. even, you know, raising these funds, you know, I feel like God would say, I have chosen these people. You just wait. And then out of the blue, you Rona messages me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I just, you just said that you're you can i hear you god like and then just wait i i choose these people because i love them and i want them to see the miracles i said okay god okay i don't know where the one fifty thousand dollars will come from but i know you will because That's it's right. his house, right? Like it yeah. doesn't have to be extravagant, but it has to be beautiful. So right. concept of the design of the ward is like a, like a garden. So very relaxing. Mm -hmm. It's like a portal to heaven. It's from, you know, whatever is bound on earth is 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 bound on heaven. It's like right. it has like this Jacob's ladder directly, <laughs> right? Heaven's opened up. And I just pray everybody will feel the presence of God. Yeah. When they come there, when they volunteer. And and that's the great thing with Mary Johnston. I am hands up to them. And they were saying, this has been a vision of ours. Mm -hmm. And God has been, you know, putting this in my heart. And when, when your executive director told about your mission, we have the same vision. We want to help these kids. Yeah. And um, it, it's aligned with us. Like they are open for pastors to come or evangelists to come to pray right. for the kids or have Bible talks uh, at, the, at the garden where we can encourage the parents and reach out to the parents. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I think the first ministry hospital, like, you know, I, I haven't heard of the hospital that is, is about ministry. Right. I like, you know, it's, I haven't heard one, but for the, for the hospital who's really so open that, um, uh, 
they're even open to because uh, the terror oils are donating to us. Mm -hmm. I said, can we put oils there? Yeah. <laughs> alternative medicine holistic yes we're all out for that like we're all in for that so right it's, they have no restrictions <laughs> like they're just open for everything anybody can come to pray anybody can come to bring foods like wow god's name will be yes. glorified yes Exactly. I, I love it. I, I think we, we lose sight of the fact that God is still in the business of doing miracles. You know, I, I, I think as Christians, sometimes we look at the Old Testament and go, or look at the Testaments, old and new, and go, wow, there were so many miracles, but we don't see them today. I beg to differ. I think our eyes are not open, but I believe that God is working miracles all around us. Like what you're talking about, what you guys are doing, that is a miracle. You know, that God just flung open the doors for you to have this hospital. You know, no money, no experience, nothing behind you but God. And if that's exactly. not a miracle, I don't know. I don't know what is. Because <laughs> we also told it, we're not the big foundation. We have to raise the money first. Right. And then they said, yeah, we're in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we forget. Like, it's so funny when you said, you know, where eyes are closed, because that's one thing God told me, like, close your eyes and you will see, mm -hmm. silence your world and you will mm -hmm. hear. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand it. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I would walk <laughs> and close my eyes. And, right. But it's true. What you said a while ago makes sense that we are not opening our eyes to the spiritual realm. Yes. Yes. And I know this world is loud and it's it's confusing. It's hazy. So much comes at us at a time that it's hard to focus. But I believe God is calling us as Christians to do just that. You've got to close your eyes, close your ears, and you've got to focus because I'm all around you, but you're not seeing me. You know, I think we're even so busy trying to get the lost world to see him that we're not seeing him. You know, yeah. and God is saying, wait, wait, why don't why don't we start with you? My my children, let me start with you. Open up your eyes again to yeah. how incredibly awesome I am. God has not stopped working miracles because the miracles are indeed to get people to believe. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> Get people to believe like me. <laughs> I was like struggling the whole, like I, it's been like five weeks, I think. I've been struggling. Like, God, I don't want to do this. Right. Like, you know, like when he asked us to do, I don't know, Mercy House, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and now it's the next level. I don't want to. Well, I was just thinking, I'm not a mother Teresa. I don't want to beg money until I'm not a mother die. Teresa. Right? I'm not a mother Teresa. I was telling one sister, I'm not a mother. Amy, you're not. Mother Teresa is one and only, and there's also one Amy, right? Yes. So, but and then I was thinking, okay, but I don't beg money forever until I die, right? Because <laughs> that's it. And then I realized as God was working on my heart these past few days. It's so weird. And then we're talking now. It's like, at least now I've gathered all the information God was trying to tell me. Is that number one, it's like, listen to my whisper. Yes. 
listen to my whisper because I will speak. Mm -hmm. And then true enough, he confirms things. I listen right. and he confirms things, right? right. And then uh, and then he said, do what I say. Yeah. You can obey. Because if I whisper, but you don't obey, there's no use, right? <laughs> right, right. And then, so, and then if after you obey, are you going to believe? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's such a simple formula, right? Listen to my whisper. Are you going to obey? Are you going to believe? Yeah. And with all these three, it just gave me so much peace, peace. and happiness. And I felt yes. like, oh my gosh, what have I been missing all my <laughs> life? God, I was just crying. <laughs> I went to San Francisco church last um, Sunday, mm -hmm. no, last, last Sunday, and they were talking about uh, the Samaritan, uh, the Samaritan, the good Samaritan, mm -hmm. and then the Levite and the priest, right? Right. And I was telling the sister, oh my gosh, I'm the priest. I'm the Levite. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, and then she, she goes, no, you're the Samaritan. No, I'm the fake Samaritan. I just, you know, stop because I needed to obey. <laughs> <laughs> but but I realized that when we obey, that's when Christ is alive. Yes. Yes. Because we're now moving in alignment with him. You know, I always share with the women here. It's amazing. God can do any and everything just by speaking the word. He doesn't need us. But for whatever incredible reason, he chooses to partner with us. You know, yeah. so when we align with him, he can partner with us and then do things that would just blow our minds. But we have to be willing to get in alignment with him. Yeah. Imagine he partner with us. right? Yes. Like, what a privilege, right? Like when you said, would you want an interview? Oh, my gosh, it's a privilege, right? Because <laughs> I was just praying. And then God said, they, they will come. And then you message me. Hi, I'm BJ. Oh, my gosh, they're coming. <laughs> but yeah it's very humbling yeah you know it's very humbling that we still have a choice mm -hmm. you know i have a choice not to do this because that he is god right he is god right yeah right. dare you not choose what i want you to do right but you you know you have a choice i have a choice and yeah. uh and it's a blessing to choose what God wants us to do. Yes. Because I think it's for our own benefit. We want to be happy. We always say, what's your wish? I want to be happy. Right. The only way we can be happy if we obey God. Yeah. Yes. That's it. That's it. There's no other way. We There's keep no trying way. to find other ways, but it just, it doesn't exist. And it keeps us out of peace. When you had mentioned before, once you line up with him, you went, it was just such it's such peace and it's a, it's a peace that you can't even quite explain to people that when I actually surrender and do God's will, a peace that transcends all understanding comes over me. But as long as I am fighting against him, I'm never at peace. I have this tug of war going on and God is like, I'm not going to let you win. <laughs> you might as well surrender, give it up. But we still try to, right? Yes, we still we try. try to fight and, and it's like, hello. 
<laughs> you, you still give up in the end. But you know, but the but that's the, the great thing with God. He he lets us wrestle. Right. Yes. It, it, it's not a you know, you're not, you're not, it's okay not to be a yes man. Right. It's okay to wrestle with it because all the more it gets deeper when yes. you obey. Yes. So um so and that's how gracious he is. Mm -hmm. Like who am I to wrestle with, you know? <laughs> oh, God. He is the creator of heaven and an earth. And I'm here wrestling. I don't want to do this. I right. don't want to. <laughs> right. It's like, uh, but he, he, he molds us to be like his son, like Christ. Yes. We are so far. And then sometimes when we talk to each other, why us? Like when we look at ourselves, like we... There's no great, we don't have the credentials. We are not the best disciples ever. Like uh, we have no, um, you know, it's not that you're just this big talented person. Right. None of us knows. None of us what have the credentials. None of us has the credentials. Like, I, so it's like, uh, it's humbling that he wants to use you or he wants to right. use you, Right. Right. For his glory. Yes. So yeah. always think about every time I start to think, oh, I know what I'm doing. I know <laughs> that I've just gotten out of step with God. <laughs> and that's when we get insecure, right? Yes. When we say, okay, I know what I'm doing. And actually, I don't know what I, and then you get so insecure because you're relying on your own strength. And that's when you don't want to do it because you're re relying on your own strength. And then when you finally surrender and then boom, something happens. <laughs> like, you know? Yes. And I love, I love the fact that God puts us in situations that are so far above us, so over our heads that we can't take credit for it. With what you're doing with these kids, it's not like Amy or her husband had the know-how. So there's nothing you, you can take credit for. You can't help but say only by the grace of God. <laughs> Are we able to do this? And it's the same in my life because I, I work with kids as well, but the homeless instead. And I go, I there is nothing BJ brings to the table mm -hmm. that that should make this work, but yet it's working. And all I can do is say, God, thank you. Keep pointing the way. I'll keep going. And together, you know, whatever is going to come out of this is what you want to come out of this. And I think that's where God wants us to be. You know, it's when we step into the knowing, oh, I know. <laughs> that's when we get in trouble. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. BJ, can you be my friend? I like talking to you. <laughs> I am your new friend, Amy. I'm your buddy. Can I be your friend? Even, you know, I'm not in the podcast or whatever. You you give so much sense. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> God is using you because <laughs> right, yeah, like, yeah, whatever you're saying now really makes sense to me now. Right. But if we would have talked three weeks ago or four weeks ago, no, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want, but yeah, it's like you are a confirmation. That's awesome. Of what, you know, I have been going through this past four weeks. Right. Like what you're saying now. Oh my gosh. Like, right. 
This is a confirmation. Very that is that's Adding awesome because you. that's awesome because Rona gave me your number probably about three or four weeks ago. Yeah, and I, I didn't reach out until this. Yeah, week. you. <laughs> if you're gonna call me that time, I'm the most hopeless. <laughs> Maybe if you ask, why are you doing? I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it was a struggle. And then, yeah, and then we posted on Facebook and we did, you know, donate on Facebook. Oh my gosh, right. 2,400 people liked it and shared it away. And and then we just had $486. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh, only, you know, how can we read 50,000? This is, God is just testing. You know, right. I am like, will you obey? Will you push through? Right. And uh, so, yeah, me and my husband decided we're going to push through and we're going to obey and see the miracles of God. Um, I can't to see how this ward would look like. It's going to be the most beautiful hospital ward in the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> I think the main um, part of this hospital is the love of the Christians for these children and the families. Yes. Yes, that's always the case. That's always the case. To have more Christians come and just embrace the mom, right? Or to right. give some food. Or, um, you know, the, the it's going to be like the Good Samaritan place, yes. right? Who, who would respond? Right. Not all, but there will be. Yes. Some get found, and 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 that's good enough. Yeah, that's good need, enough. That's good enough. We don't need the world to respond. Right. We we need people who would respond because God had um, touched them. Right. Yeah, I, I I believe, and I said it already. I think God is um, invigorating or rejuvenating the faith of Christians. You know, for the Christians there in the Philippines to be able to give a dollar from heaven, put their hands on something and see God move. You know, I think it restores faith. A dollar multiply, right? <laughs> yes, it restores faith that has been lost. I think yeah. there are a lot of people, brothers and sisters in Christ, who are just, they're simply holding on because faith has been lost. And God is in the process of rebuilding faith. You know, and he's doing it through miraculous things like what you what you're doing, where people are going, What? She's the most unlikely person. <laughs> and if she can, then my dollar can make a difference as well. Amen. I want to write that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your dollar can make a difference. You can use that. Yeah, <laughs> I want to write that. Are we recording this? <laughs> I would love to write whatever you're saying. <laughs> you're like a <laughs> a voice from heaven. Like, you're not whispering. God is okay, Amy. You don't get it. I'm gonna send BJ because you know I don't. She doesn't have to whisper. She's gonna She's go loud. Because <laughs> at first she said, "Okay, listen to my whisper." I think right now, listen to BJ. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is beautiful. I would love to. So it's in September. You said you guys usually have. Yeah, it, it, it was really good. But it's so exciting that we can show the hospital by that time. 
That is awesome. Yeah, that we already have a hospital. And it's going to be the first uh, ward oncology mm -hmm. uh, for hospice care. There is no hospice care in the Philippines. Wow. It's the, it's the hardest ministry. My husband almost died from COVID. Mm -hmm. You know, COVID time. Um, but the comfort that we have here in the States, we don't right. have like the, you know, like my mother-in-law, uh, uh, we had to take care of her and she, we, we got the hospice care. Mm -hmm. Everything is provided uh, here, but in the Philippines, they don't even give you anything for pain. Wow. So I hope this will be like an eye-opening thing that, you know, uh, you can pass mm -hmm. dignity and um, comfort. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's the most important thing. Wow. And as, as Christians, there's just so much that we can give. You know, this one scripture that always hits me is that uh, in, the, in the last days, mm -hmm. there will be a form of godliness. Right. Night's power. Yeah. And I think I am guilty with that. I may have a form of godliness, go to church, do whatever is required of me, do my quiet time and all this or right. go, but do I see the power of God? Mm -hmm. Do I see the power of God? Yeah. So it's making me really dig deep with my own walk with God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I always say the work that God has called us to really is more for us than it is for them. Even though they're benefiting from it, that's awesome. But God is saying, no, I'm working on your heart, Amy. I'm working on your heart, BJ. That's why I've called you to do this work. Yeah, it's all about that. What we can give these kids is just material. Yeah. But what they can give us yes. is spiritual. It's a battle. Everything's a battle. I always tell my husband, I think we, we, we fail to realize that being a Christian isn't easy. It, it is just by grace and mercy we are saved. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Amy, I'm so excited. We could we could be talking all all afternoon, but <laughs> I know, right? This but is exciting though. I'm I'm really gonna be praying for this. I'm gonna push this out there as well. Um I would love to see what happens in September. Um who knows? You might see me. I might just show up. It's been a long time since I've been to the Philippines. <laughs> I know you can go to the oh no we have our fundraising year in Walla Walla oh that's easy then oh I'm there <laughs> I thought I had to go to the Philippines I was ready no, to we have our fundraising here in Walla Walla and um yeah and every year you know we have people from different states and they come here and it's really an experience it's hard to explain it's like a taste of heaven when everybody comes here it's like a taste of heaven uh, that, you know, the fellowship, the laughter, the prayers, mm -hmm. and then the presentation. And now we're going to present the hospital by then. Right. So by fate, we already finished the hospital by then. And we have <laughs> kids coming in. And um, yeah, we would love to have you. That All right. Then I will put that out to our church. Who knows? We may take a road trip because you're not that far away. So we'll have to figure it out. It's, it's, it's. It's a good thing. It's like um, a taste of heaven. Yeah, a taste of heaven. I love <laughs> thank that. You, thank you. I love that. Thank you are welcome. Thank you for letting God use you. Thank you. Thank your husband for the work you guys are doing. And uh, 
stay in step with the Lord. You know, that's all we can do and he'll do the rest. Oh my gosh. You just don't know how a lot of things that you've said uh, are confirmations that I feel like God used you. Amen. Amen. It's like, why is she saying that? Why is she saying that? <laughs> <laughs> notes, right? But yeah, but thank you. You're welcome. All right, sweetie. It's good to know you now. I am your friend. So don't be a stranger. You have all my personal information and send me whatever, because I really am interested in being there in September. Yes, yes. That will all be right. amazing. Bye. Thank you, BJ. Thank Love you, sweetie. Appreciate you. you. BFFs now. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap it up for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for your time. Always, I say thank you for joining me. It has been a pleasure to hear testimony shared this week, and we will be back next week for another incredible life story. Please check out my website, enoughasyouare.com. You can find all my books and all of my writings there. I appreciate again your time. I pray that God will be with you. And until next week, be on the lookout for the hand of God. Go ahead, Dave. Play us out.